Thank you. Hello and welcome to Podiatry Practice Mastery. Uh, my name is Don Pelto and I have uh, Sharon Duncan with me. Welcome, Sharon. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad, really glad to be here. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, I'm so excited to, to talk to you because I know you are excited about money, uh, money management, how, how to make good uses of your, your money. And we were talking a little bit before and one of the challenges for us as doctors is we're kind of highly paid and so whether we're good with money or not, it doesn't really matter um, if there's enough overflow. So, but you are, you help people kind of manage their money and not just money, but kind of like the overall having a better lifestyle. So exactly. um, let, let's talk a little bit about kind of what you love doing, what type of people you love to help and some of the, some of the best tips. And I'll kind of guide you along as you tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I love watching people come into my office who are, um, uncomfortable talking about money. We move the money block out of the way. We, we don't talk about money first. We talk about the human, the human first, the human beings first. Because if you think of money in a soul's perspective, for example, we're not, we're not here that long, right? So we zoom out, we go, we're not here that long. And then we look at money and its function in our life. Um, you know, uh, then it kind of takes the sting out of the fear, the sting and the fear around money kind of out of the way so that we can zoom out, look at what's our purpose here and how do we make money that is so practical, function in our lives in a way that supports us, right? It supports our mission and also helps us to live a life with meaning and purpose so that that undercurrent of financial fear is is has dissipated or gone. So if you think about it, in the in the morning when you wake up, let's say you have 100% of energy and you have this niggling, I don't know how to do money. Money, you know, I don't know how to do money. Money escapes me. Money's not my area. Money's not, it's not my thing, right? So you have that going on. So and that really, that's going on behind the background, whether you know it's there or not. So say so you, you wake up with 100% of energy, you've got that going on in the background. It depletes your energy, right? Because there's noise going on. So every time you pay a bill, anytime you uh, look at a bill, you receive money, it's pushing the, the bear of financial insecurity, right? So it reduces our energy to thrive in our lives. It doesn't mean that, you know, that we're not going to thrive. It just takes away um, energy that we could be using uh, to fulfill our purpose more in a more meaningful way. Wow, th th this is kind of a, this is a deep talk here. Um, so we're talking more not even how much money you have, but it's your mindset behind money. Exactly. Exactly. And even insecurity. Like, give you some examples. Uh, I'll give you my examples. Probably common. One thing I always heard from my parents, we can't afford that. The only thing I ever heard from my parents is we can't afford that. So they never could afford anything. You know, I'm first generation doctors, like a lot of people listening. Then the best thing that ever happened to me, uh, I was listening to Dave Ramsey and he talked about an emergency fund. And, and cause what always happened is when I had to pay taxes, it was, I had a big tax bill and, and, and I was paying off my student loans aggressively, but I find the best thing that ever helped me was keeping, you're going to laugh. It might be too much, but I keep between 60 and a hundred thousand dollars just sitting there in case. And I can sleep so much better just having that reserve in case anything, no matter how catastrophic, it just gives me, I can sleep. I, I never worry about it anymore because of that. That's what's helped me. But tell me about some of the things that you, what are some of the mistakes that people make and maybe some of the so solutions? Well, first I just want to address Bravo. 
you should have an emergency fund and it should be at least six months to two years yeah. just setting aside and, you know, interest bearing account right now is nothing, right? 0.75%, right? But I, can sleep, but I can sleep okay. Right. And you know that it's not going to go anywhere, especially if you have it in a bank that's insured, you're not going to lose that money, right? So it's always going to be there. So if catastrophic events happen, you have that. So bravo, that's great. Some of the biggest mistakes are fooling yourself that money doesn't matter, Right. So like, I, 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 it's okay to be poor, not even poor, but like, oh, it's not that important to own my own practice. I'm okay just getting a salary. Exactly. Not, uh, not being ambitious with money. Exactly. The, the, um, the people that I have found that have the biggest difficulty were with money are the ones who say it doesn't, money doesn't matter. Um, and why is that? I don't know. I think it's because, um, they may think it's bad, like dirty money, like money is dirty or. Exactly. Like, I, I, right. Or, or exactly. something like this. Like, money is bad. People are, people with money are bad. Having money is bad. I shouldn't have any money. I'm embarrassed that I have more money than my friends. Right. Why don't I know how to manage money? Money escapes me. Like I, I'm afraid to ask for help for money. Nobody talks about money. How no could does. you possibly talk about money when nobody does it? Now, Talking about money is probably the most difficult thing that I find. And I think the reason why people are comforted in my office is because we start with compassion first. So we have to have a, a place where we're able to talk freely about money and we feel safe, right? Money pays for our very existence, mm -hmm. right? So why would you want to talk about that? It feels life-threatening. You go back into that fight or flight. Uh, mm -hmm. You go into fight or flight. Like your life is depends on your hiding this because money, money pays for where you live, how you live, where you what you eat. Can you take time off? Um, and it's also been connected to our self worth, right? So um, talking about it and saying I'm vulnerable around money is really um, not vulnerable, but I really am confused about money makes you too vulnerable to talk about it. And a lot of people just don't talk about it. So, you know, back to your question of what is the biggest thing that I see it's people don't talk about it. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's true. It's who, who, a lot of times you don't have someone to talk about it with, because if you're talking with some people, you have more than certain people, you have less than other people. And, and, yeah. and the only people we talk to a lot of times for us are like a financial planner, but all they're going to want you to do is put it into like a, a mutual fund, like a 401k. And then they don't know anything about investing in real estate, or they don't know anything about other types of, of thing or buying your own business or things like that. So how can you make it more fun? How can you make it enjoyable? How can you learn more about it? Things like sure. that. Sure. It's funny. I was just writing something uh, yesterday about <clears throat> the financial fear um, kind of keeps us in the dark. And we think that, uh, you know, that the, the boogeyman is over there, <laughs> right? It's fear, false events appear, appearing real. How do we make it more fun? We, we decide that this is not a big, hairy deal, that this is something that, first of all, nobody talks about it. So if, if, if you're struggling around money, it's not your fault. Nobody's talking about it. Our parents don't talk about it. Our, we don't talk about it with the friends or family. So it's not your fault. So it's not a big, hairy deal. It's not your fault if you struggle with it. Make a decision 
to have your money become your best friend, like a support system, a healthy support system to, to support not only you, but your family members, friends, uh, charities that you believe in, being able to travel, buying a second home. How do we make that money? That's where the fun part comes in, right? We find out the thing that is the block, the thing that's getting in our way, the idea that we can't afford it right? We can't afford it or money is bad. We figure out what that block is because that got carried down to us. We mm -hmm. weren't born with that. That got carried to us. So we figure out what our block is and decide that, okay, that's where it came from. That's not mine. I am going to master this. And you, you know, you find a financial coach, right? You read books around it um, and make sure that the boogeyman that you see in the corner doesn't dictate your action. In other words, it doesn't stop you from taking action because you go, I can't look at this. It's too scary. Mm -hmm. Like there's no Freddy Krueger over there. Mm -hmm. The Freddy Krueger is not looking, right? Not taking the time to look and understand uh, how powerful money can be. And it's not the money. It's the money that, that the money that can support, the money can support our lives in a way that's meaningful. So let's, let's talk about like, I found this, I find this a challenging topic or conversation because let's say you're a doctor and so you make, I don't know, 150 or $200,000 a year and you're just going to keep making that your, your whole. And so basically I think a lot of us, we just think, well, I'm, I'm making this much money. I got 50,000 left over every year because I don't spend it all. And then it, we just kind of spend it on stuff. Now, wh why do we need to talk about it? What, what What's important for talking and planning and why isn't what we're doing working? Well, I think what is really important is the old adage, fail to plan, plan to fail, right? So, so you put $50,000 away, but you still have this undercurrent of financial fear. What the plan does is you're actively deciding which way you want your life to go. It's not about the money. Okay. It's about where... Do you want your life to go? And if you zoom out, again, we want to zoom out away from the money to the bigger picture on the day that you cross over to the pearly gates and things went incredibly well, everything was perfect. What would it look like, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where the plan should start. It's not with the money. It's with your soul's purpose. What do you want to do while you're here? Don't miss a minute. We're not here that long. At the end of your life, how did you do? What was exciting? Where were you living? Mm. Who were you with? What are you most proud of, right? And then you start making a financial plan to build towards that and stay on it, right? Like so it's not about the money. It's about your soul's purpose and the plan. And 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 I think, Sharon, I, I, I'll talk about for me, the, the guilt is a lot of times we're making a lot of money, but we're also working a lot of hours. And so yeah. the 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 the, the, the trade, like, and I, I think something that I say personally is like, I'm not motivated that much by money. It's yeah. if I make 150, 200, 250, 300. And I don't know if that's a bad thing to say, but like that, what motivates me is helping people and time off for my church and time off for activities with my family and things like that. And where the, where the tension comes is then when you're working every day and you don't have that time off and you're not, you're just used to busting through and working work because everyone else is working in the practice. Right. Right. And you don't have that time. Like for me, a day off is more important than 
another whatever that's going to produce me. You know, sure. and, and that's something else you have to kind of look at. And if you're not on the same page with the other partners in your practice, it can make it a challenge. Yeah. So part of the plan is zooming out and deciding, is this the life that I want to be living right now? Mm-hmm. Right. And are there other things that could produce more? Because I think a lot of times we're we're in a uh, a mindset of like always saying, well, we need more and more and more, meaning how do I can make more money? How can I work more hours? How can I get side hustles? You know, things like that, right? Are these things I should do? I should invest in real estate. I should buy my building. I should do these other things, but they just rip away at your time yeah. doing more and more. And quite frankly, we passed enough a long time ago. Like the fact that you and I are talking right now, we have enough. Like what, mm-hmm. what does more represent? Like how is more going to enhance your life? That's why zooming out and having a plan, yeah. Yeah. right? And, and really identifying what is important, like and getting work out of the way, right? Obviously you're a doctor, you're passionate about your, what you do. You like mm-hmm. connecting with people, you, you're a healer, right? So you zoom out and, and what is, what's the purpose of your life? And does all of this working hours serve you? So, right. So once you start looking at that, you start thinking outside the box, right? And you start thinking differently about how can my life be of service, right? And to me first, to you first, I mean, you know, when you're on the airplane, they say, put the oxygen Mm -hmm. mask on first in order to be um, a useful member of in society to be of service, we have to take care of ourselves first. Um, And part of that is deciding, is the life that I'm living right now really of service to me? And and if others' expectations are are of me are too much, do I want that as part of my life as well? So Mm -hmm. like, you know, in terms of building a practice, you want to have like-minded people together who support one another, maybe in a holistic way. We're Mm going to, you know, now, you know, the medical field right now is tricky uh, in terms of more and more patients and more billing and all that stuff. So that's takes a little bit more thinking outside of the box to make a practice thrive. Uh, But in terms of as an individual, we really need to decide what works mm-hmm. and just take and take the time to do it. It doesn't mean like when we talk about focusing on money, I don't want to focus on money. Money, money is boring. I don't want to do my checkbook. It's something that we get used to. It's part of our daily plan. Uh, and then it builds and then our, we move our money muscle and we get stronger at it. And then we go, Oh yeah, great. I have my 50 to hundred thousand. I have my money set aside for church. I'm taking a half an afternoon off on Fridays because I need to replenish my soul. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I have a plan to take a trip. I, you know, whatever those um, goals are for the soul's purpose. Yeah. Right? I, I, I like that. I, I like that. I think, I think in general, we just kind of go, go, go. And this introspection or, you know, it, it's coaching, basically, either self-coaching or getting someone to coach you is something that it's, it's not, it's not too common. You know, some people, either you know, certain thinking exercises, you can try to do it on your own, but I tend to find it works better with, with a who, with someone else yeah. to kind of walk, walk you through that. 
We have an accountability partner and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know about you, but for me, I, um, I'm very respectful and responsible when I make an appointment with somebody else, but I'll oftentimes cancel it on myself. And before you know it, you go, Oh, I really want to do that. That sounds, you know, I want to zoom out and make that plan. And all of a sudden a year has gone by and now you're 50 and now you're 55. And now, you know what I mean? Time moves fast and especially when we're busy, right? So having a coach or a financial planner who's on deck and you're connecting with consistently uh, helps you to be accountable to make mm-hmm. a plan and put it in place. And it doesn't have to be hard. It can be really fun and exciting. It opens up the creative part of our, our thinking. And also, again, when we zoom out on the soul level, things feel possible in a way that when we're in our day-to-day, you know, patient-to-patient life doesn't feel possible. Yeah, yeah. What are, um, like, in, in your thought, what are some of the most successful, I guess we're talking finances, money habits that people have that you see kind of over and over with your, your most successful clients that you, that you work with, what are some of those? Cause it all comes down to habits. Is it, is it balancing checkbook? Is it evaluating at things once a month? Is it having a coach? Is it reading books? Is it? It's well, it's all of those things, but it starts with knowing what's happening in your own financial picture. It's mm-hmm. knowing what you have. Um, so what you own, what you own, uh, what you own, what you owe, what you earn and what you spend and, and where do you spend it, right? So just staying on, on top of those things and watching to see your net worth uh, has been incredibly helpful to a, a lot of people who actually have some substantial uh, assets, but don't feel like they do, right? So that has been, um, so that they step into the role of of empowerment rather than I'm afraid, right? So, so they they keep on top of their books. Now, for the people who um, can, they hire somebody to help them with it, and then they review the books. Um, you know, um, so basically, staying on your money and understanding what it's doing uh, is important. Um, also, to not blindly spend uh, without having a plan, right? So, um, so you're talking a budget then kind of a budget. Well, kind of a tracking. I, I really don't like the word budget because Neither do I, so budget feels constrictive, right? So tracking, like tracking. So if you have a plan, you're not, and they're monitoring. So the successful people are monitoring what they're doing. They're knowing what they kind of have at the end of the month, because money is always fluid. It's never black and white. They kind of know, and they know they have a slush fund so they can go out and spend $5,000 on a vacation and not worry about it. So they're clear about where their money is, what, what it's doing. Um, They're, they're clear about you know, using credit cards and paying them off, finding cards that work for them that they can get free benefits from. Um, And they're not afraid of money. They're not afraid to look at their money. They're in it. Mm -hmm. Right. I like that. I like that. Um, So if people, so I want, I want them to learn how they can learn more about you. And then also some of the books, or I know you're working on a course in the future. So tell them, how they could some of the books that you'd recommend. I'll put links uh, underneath this 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 video and sure. podcast. Sure, I have a, a website uh, infinite www.infiniteassetscoaching.com. Um, I do have right now a sign up for 
uh, I send out money messages every week. It's called mm -hmm. prosperity, uh, prosperity possible money messages for your soul. They're free right now. Um, we're also going to be putting out a five day move your money block challenge, uh, cool. in the next month. So if you sign up for the prosperity possible, you'll, you'll get notified on that. Um, so that's really where, and I have a course, we've got a bunch of stuff coming next year. Okay. So, um, cool. yeah, but signing up for that prosperity possible, will give you notifications on that. You know, I am, like I said to you in one of my emails, I'm a little woo woo, right? I'm very, very practical mm -hmm. about managing money, knowing where it is, you know, knowing what you're doing with it, having a financial planner, but in terms of, uh, books, I really like to think outside the box. So there's one book that's called Creating Money. I love it. It's by uh, Sonia Roman and Dwayne Packer. Um, there's also really um, this one, A Simple Path to Wealth. Hmm. Simple Path to Wealth by J.L. Collins. Really nice book. Um, I'm going to have my own book out, but that'll cool. probably next year or so but um i loved his practical approach and i like the way he talks um so that's a little more practical there's some uh, uh your money or your life by joe dominguez was written years ago but it's still incredibly relative um and david bach does start late finish rich mm -hmm. you know, start you know do green finish rich you know those kind of practical books are helpful just to start moving your money money muscle around what do you do with it if you don't know what you're doing with it or even if you have a financial plan planner doing it and you want to know more about it they're easy yeah. and they're kind of yeah. fun to read. any any um like i don't know communities or like I think sometimes like group coaching or I don't know, Facebook groups. Do you think those are, are beneficial? Cause I think like you said, it's a lonely process. It's a, it's a, it's a lonely thing. Like there's a lot of insecurity in it. Sure. I have a Facebook group. So, okay, cool. uh, you know, um, and people don't talk about it. So one of the things that's coming out next year is a mastermind to, yeah. for me to get people to just come in and talk Actually about talk it. About it. Yeah. When I, I do groups, the first thing that they say is, oh my God, this is the first time somebody's talked about it. So, you know, um, I haven't found any, you know, yeah. I would say go to Facebook, um, if you can find uh, one. No, but, but, but there isn't a lot of dialogue going on there either. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, well, thank you for, uh, broaching this kind of bringing up this, this topic. I think it's very important. The best thing I ever found that helped me, this is just, cause I'm kind of a system guy. I get two books on Audible every month. So I have to, you know, and so you pick these, pick these books and see if they're on Audible and, and just kind of listen and fill your mind as you're driving. I think that's the best way to kind of fill it um, and um, for any new ideas and, and go to go to the site and, and try to, and I've always find investing in your in yourself is key. So even if coaching, whatever type of coaching, there's a little investment, but it's a lot better than the alternative of just kind of doing the same thing. So thank you, Sharon. I think this was very beneficial. So glad to be here. Thanks for asking me.